0: Hi, I'm Lori Harp, and this is my podcast. Like most women, I wear many hats. I am a nurse, a wife, a mother, a friend, an encourager, but most importantly, I am a child of the Most High God. For many years, I believed the struggles I faced were because I was doing something wrong. I would hate myself for not being perfect. Then one day, someone told me God loves me where I am. Yes, we all face struggles and we all have things to overcome, but with God, all things are possible. In this podcast, I want to unpack the many issues facing women today. There is nothing in this life, no mistake, no flaw, no scar that is too much for God. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, let's discuss real life issues through the lens of God's love. Get ready, let's harp on it. Welcome back to Harp On It. It's Lori, and I have a really exciting guest today. I am thrilled to have my most amazing, wonderful, fantastic, incredible favorite daughter here today. Oh, yeah. She is so incredible, y'all. She is the apple of my eye. Of course, she's my only daughter, so I can say all of these wonderful (laughs) things, and hopefully her... Brothers won't hear me and hear that she is my favorite daughter because they all say that she's my favorite child, but really she is a delight and she is a rock and loves the Lord with everything that she has. And I am so blessed to honestly have her. Thank you, mom. Yeah. Seriously, it's such an honor to be on here and for her to even ask me, I was really excited because we're talking about fear today right yeah that's the plan all right so you guys have heard her backstory and now we're gonna really dive into yeah the the meat and potatoes of this whole plan yeah so I'm really excited and um let's let's jump in mom yeah so one of the things that I really find interesting is to take it from the perspective of your age group and my age group, because when I was your age, it seemed like things were just so very different. And now that I'm a little bit older, things seem to be from a different perspective. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited to kinda dig in a little bit and look at things from your perspective and look at things from my perspective and how things have maybe changed a little bit, but also how things haven't changed maybe so much. Yeah. yeah, So what do you think is your most greatest fear? My greatest fear just in life in general? I would say in life in general and then maybe your greatest fear moving forward. Yeah. Man, that's a loaded question. Um, Because part of me wants to say I'm not scared of anything. But I just kind of... Well, you are kind of a giant. I kind of just want to face anything head on and be like I ain't scared right but I'm not scared you're scared but deep down I I know that's not truthful because I think my biggest fear and and I kind of lined two of them up together my first one is the fear of being alone in the sense that I won't be loved I won't be accepted and or something bad will happen where at one point or another, I will be by myself. So I get really, really stressed. And and it's been all my life. Like I've had this fear since I was a child in the thought that like, I'm gonna be alone at one point and I don't know how to handle that. Like that's my greatest fear or one of them at least. My other one is not being secure. Like the fragility of life. And um, I think that's really come with marriage. and is a more re- recent fear because all of a sudden now I'm an adult and I'm not a kid anymore and I'm having to pay bills and I'm having to, you know, be responsible and I have all of these responsibilities in my work, in my social life. Like I actually have to what what I decide matters and I think that's a huge jump from where I was a few years ago mm-hmm. versus where I am today. And so I think that my other biggest fear is just the insecurity of life. Like I like financially, like health wise, like all these all these factors that I've suddenly realized are very like almost we take it for granted, but also struggling not to listen to the world and the noise of oh my gosh, you have to have this or you're gonna fail does that make sense like the the anxiety almost of like nothing's wrong yet but if it happens what will i do so about probably five or six years ago i was really struggling with fear yeah and i was really struggling with a lot of anxiety and i was having a lot of difficulty with and you know because you were kind of in the middle of everything Mm -hmm. dad and i were really struggling financially we had a lot of health issues and we had a lot of financial issues related to that because you know mom was really sick and i had missed a lot of work Mm -hmm. and um i remember talking to one of my really good friends and saying i just don't know what will happen if the bottom falls out yeah And I remember my friend looking at me and going, well, what if the bottom falls out? Mm. And I remember her her saying that to me and I thought it was the craziest question I had ever heard anybody say to me. And then I started thinking about it. And I was like, well, gosh, what if the bottom falls out? Like what's the worst case scenario? Like what happens if the bottom falls out? If there's no money, if there's no job, no job, if there's no nothing, where are we at? Well, I guess under a bridge. Would we be? I don't know, that's that's where my brain goes and I, I think that's where I struggle the most. I, I think many women can actually relate heavily with that because I think that we long for security. Right. Whether it's in our relationship, whether it's in our finances, whether it's in our um, children, like whatever it might be, we want security especially in our identity like just being okay with where we're at and content i think for me it was it was a moment for me to kind of take a inventory of where i was yeah and realizing that even if the bottom did fall out mm-hmm. and even if the worst case scenario fell apart that everything in this world takes a process to happen. Yeah, And so even if I wasn't able to pay a bill or I wasn't able to do something, that I had people around me that would rally. But more importantly, I had a God who loved me. Yeah, And I had a God who says that he doesn't take care of me according to my checkbook. Mm. He takes care of me according to his riches and glory mm-hmm. and i had to take a step back and retake inventory yeah. in my life based on what my belief system was yeah. was i trusting in my ability to bring income into the household mm-hmm. or was i trusting that god was capable of taking care of me yeah that's so good remember when we talk about the sparrows Oh, we love our sparrows because they are fat and chunky. Right. And they <laughs> never they never worry about whether they're going to have enough food. They don't go and store up all their meal. No. And they don't worry about if they're going to have a warm place to sleep. And they have plenty of under feathers to yeah. keep them warm. Yeah. And they have all of the things that they need. Yes. And sometimes I think that if we would take a little bit of our brain intellect away yeah. and just be a little bit of a bird brain, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just be stupider. <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm just kidding but yeah if we would if we we would walk a little bit more More by faith faith, and stop walking by our intellect and Mm -hmm. our ability and our thought process and our smartness because sometimes our smartness isn't that smart yeah And we rely on what we know or what we think we know instead of relying on what God's word says. And God says, don't worry about tomorrow because I take care of these birds and they don't worry about anything. How much more do I love you? So, right. How much more do I care for you? Yeah. So I think we just need to be more like silly birds. Yeah. And I think what it really comes down to is control. Yeah. I think I think the biggest issue in in our anxiety and all of those things is is we get into this mindset that we can control the situation. And whether or not we fly by the seat of our pants kind of people or we're the kind of people that plan out every single detail. Life is going to happen. And, and I, I think that you and I are probably complete. both of those people. Yeah. Now, I don't know anybody in the room that is fly by the seat of the pants. Uh, I would like to call out my mother in this very moment. <laughs> because she only <laughs> flies by, by the seat of, of her pants. pants. Yeah. Right. Are you kidding me? And you are the quintessential date planner. A, like, make I Make a list need for lists. everything. Absolutely. I might have to make a list in order to make a list.
1: That is very true. That's very yes. true.
0: Because if I can't be productive in the actual task, I will be productive in making the list. That's right. And you have to Right, make a list on the top of the list so you can scratch out. At least I can scratch out one item. Right. Absolutely. It brings me great joy. It does. Absolutely. I I feel like we covered the masses. We have, we have our type A people who are near and dear to my heart. Right. And we have Mach 12 with your hair on fire. Yes. Um, Crisis managers like myself. I have always wanted to be organized and in some aspects I am organized um, yeah. but I tend to crisis organize so I tend to use crisis management mm-hmm. to organize myself yeah so it's like the most difficult situation or the most pressing situation gets right. my attention right and it's not that I don't have organizational skills it's just that I am not good about being ahead of the curve. Well, I don't think that I don't think that we do well unless there's pressure. So, if control is such a big issue with fear, yeah. Then <clears throat> perhaps that's why we have such a hard time with faith. Oh, yeah. Because faith is taking our hands off of Controlling the narrative, yeah, per se, yeah, it's believing in what we can't see, Mm -hmm. and it's believing what God's word says, even when our circumstances, when the chaos Mm -hmm. is swirling around us, Mm -hmm. and what we see with our eyes, or what we feel, or what we hear, doesn't line line up. up with what. We are believing in God's work. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I, I think that's where it comes down to. I mean, I always, I mean, I feel like this conversation happens so many times. We bring up the story of the disciples in the boat. Yes. And how Jesus said, hey, we're going to cross this lake or, you know, the body of water. I'm paraphrasing, guys. But um, when, I... when they all freak out as soon as the storm starts. And, you know, we joke and laugh because, well, my husband can't swim, so he always makes fun of it. Like, he's like, Jesus, like, this is not good. We got to go. But we always forget that Jesus, before we ever got in the boat, he said, we're going to cross. We're going to get to the other side. Like, he, he prefaces that before we ever get in the boat. Right. And, and I think that when we focus on the storm, we focus on the wave. It's so hard to focus on the faith and reassurance that, no, God said that we are going to get across, and so we're going to get across. Are we going to be floating on a stick? Maybe. Well, we might be treading a lot of water. (laughs) We might drink a lot of water. We might even go under a few times, but we're going to make it. And, And I think it's important to also realize that You know, sometimes God knows that we're going to go through a storm. I would like to think that if you're not going through a storm, you've either come out of a storm or you're about to go into a storm. Because God says that in this life there will be troubles, but be of good cheer because Jesus has already overcome yeah so if Jesus has overcome and Jesus lives within us and we know that the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells inside of us then we can be overcomers as well and that's a praise God that's a big 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 whoop whoop we can we can make it yeah but I think it's important to understand that when Jesus got on the boat and he was taking the disciples through he could have avoided the storm. Oh, for sure. He could have decided to he could have formed it He could have foregone yeah. the storm But if he would have avoided the storm the disciples would not have seen firsthand the miracle so if you never go through the rough patches, yeah. you never get the opportunity for God to bolster your faith. Oh, you're preaching right now. because if if you never have a moment where it's hard, then you're never going to grow in faith. Because yeah. if it comes easy, let's face it, it doesn't take any, any faith for us to walk when it's no. easy. I mean, if I have a million dollars in my pocket and I can do whatever I want whenever I want... Is there any faith involved in that? Not really. Yeah. I'm not saying that million, millionaires don't need faith. I'm not saying that at all. Mm-hmm. Please don't hear me saying that. But what I am saying is if things come easy all the time yeah. and you have instant gratification all the time, I don't know that you're having to walk in faith for yeah. those things. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I do think that with me personally, it was hard for me for a lot of years to put a lot of faith in God because of the trauma of what happened as a child. Mm-hmm. And so it was hard for me to have faith or have trust in God because I felt like He had had disheartened me or had betrayed mm-hmm. me maybe mm-hmm. even though now I know differently and I know that God was still faithful and that it was really sin that caused those things to happen. Mm -hmm. And now when I look back on my life, I see how faithful God was through all of those things. And I see how God through his faithfulness brought me through all of those storms and how he has moved me from faith to faith, to glory, to glory. Um, but I have also realized that it took a lot of those storms to grow me yeah. in my faith, yeah. and as my faith grows, my fear decreases. Yeah. So I would say that the counter for fear is faith. I'd agree with that, yeah. So I think the only way that we can battle fear, is with faith yeah and the only way that we can increase our faith is to walk through the storm through the storm and to stand on god's word yeah so i wanted to kind of go over a couple of scriptures that i hold dear whenever i'm really fearful yeah do you have a scripture that you find really awesome when you're
1: up um, against
0: something tough so as a person who struggles with anxiety and depression mm-hmm. um, I have quite a few verses my go-to one is when you're in a fix Philipp to Philippians 4 6 and it tells you be anxious for nothing but through prayer and petition with Thanksgiving make your requests known to God, and the peace that passes all understanding will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. And My grandmother told me that wonderful little rhyme, but my pastor and mentor um, later in life taught me that verse again, and he said every time you're anxious, every time you're depressed, every time you are fearful, the circumstance of your situation might not change Mm -hmm. but the promise that you can hang your hat on every time when you read this verse is that when you say thank you god that you are with me right now and i just ask and pray for peace over my mind and heart every single time without fail god will answer because that is a promise he makes you and that is something that you can hold close to you so Every single time I'm hurting, every single time I am full of fear of some situation, one, I say Jehovah Jireh, he's going to provide in some way. Mm -hmm. I don't know how, I don't know where, but I know he will. Mm, That's good. And secondly, I can only get peace from the person who created peace. Mm. And so I'm going to go to my heavenly father and I'm going to ask him for peace because nothing else in the chaos will give me peace than looking up in the storm and remembering that I'm holding God's hand walking through it yeah so that that's like my biggest one that's good that's good yeah I want to go back to Philippians 4 6 for one just one minute 4 6 and I think that's 6 through 8 if yeah, we're, you're right, quoting correct. Right. <laughs> um, you know, when you, we talk about the peace that passes all understanding will guard your heart and your mind. And I yeah. always found it interesting that he says your heart and your mind. Because your mind is your will and your intellect. And yeah. your heart is where you hold your faith. Yes. And you hold everything that's of value and important. Mm. So I think it's important to remember that he doesn't just want... Your will and your intellect but he wants your heart too mm-hmm. and he holds both pieces in peace for you because sometimes you know there's times that I'm so exhausted and I'm so tired but I can't still my mind mm-hmm. and my heart is at peace mm-hmm. but my mind just won't Breaking. settle and sometimes I'll just recite that over and over like Lord your word says that if I bring these things to you and I lay them at your feet that your peace is gonna guard my heart and my mind and so I just ask you to guard my mind right now because for whatever reason I just can't shut it off Mm -hmm. but your word says that you're gonna shut it off for me and so I just pray your peace over me and that really helps me calm down. Yeah. And sometimes if that doesn't work, then I just pray for everybody that I can think of and hopes that Satan will just leave me alone and he'll let me fall asleep. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever works. Whatever whatever works. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to do some of those things. And, and you know, God is so good and he's so gracious and he is just, um, He's just so good to show up and I I'm so I'm so blessed to have had such a longevity with him because yeah. I always joke that I came out of the womb as a Christian. Yeah. Um, Slapped your butt and they, and they and said Jesus. I said Jesus. Yes. Scream, it was just, said Jesus. I said Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> I, I just, I'm so blessed that growing up in a Christian home and yeah. I made a lot of really poor Silly. choices and, mm-hmm. and I ran away from God for quite a long time and chased a lot of worldly things yeah. and kind of did a lot of crazy things. But underneath all of that um, Jesus was always part of my life oh yeah and I'm very grateful for that and I'm very grateful for the word that the Lord put into my life and I'm yeah. really think that's made such a difference with battling fear and battling the anxiety and the tough parts of that yeah. you know for me um, things have changed quite a bit as I've gotten older mm-hmm. so when I was younger things were a little more intense maybe and as I've gotten old what do you mean by things fear, so so fear was more intense I think when I was younger when you and your brother were younger like about the age of six or seven mm-hmm. I was terrified to let you out of my bedroom because I was afraid if I put you in your own room that something horrible was going to happen to you Satan would terrify me with thoughts in my head that a fire, fire, a fire would happen and there were two of you and I would have to choose between one of you or the other one. And that one of you, one of you would end up staying in the house and the other one I could save, which dad finally just looked at me and said, I'm here. I can take the other child. (laughs) And (laughs) and that kind of alleviated that but i actually had to um finally decide that i had had enough and i was tired of being scared yeah and so i had to decide to just do it and just stand on the scripture and so for about a week i had to pray all night long and I would walk up and down the hallway between your bedroom and Michael's bedroom and my bedroom reciting scripture Mm. because I was so terrified and I would just have like one anxiety attack after another. Mm. And the only way that I made it through that week was to recite Psalms 91 and Psalms 24. Mm. And I had to just tell myself the word and after a while i learned a mantra which was no weapon formed against me will prosper and a thousand may fall at my left hand and ten thousand at my right but not none will come near me mm-hmm. and then i would um tell myself that um joshua 1 9 that the be strong and courageous for the Lord your God is with you and he will keep you yeah and I would always add no matter where you go no matter what you do yeah now that was my addition right, right. but it helps me process through and being able to finally get you guys in your bedrooms and after that first week of, of walking back and forth between the bedrooms and reciting those scriptures and then being able to finally sleep in my room and and, and not have the fear. Um, I finally slept the first night that I slept all the way through the night. I woke up the next morning and I just cried and just thanked Jesus because I finally had been delivered from that fear. Right. But what had delivered me was the scripture and just facing the fear. Now that was a much more intense fear yeah. than like what I feel now. I don't know if that's because of age or experience. Mm. I think some of it's experience, but I think that's because I'm older. Yeah. Because I think you have to have a little bit of life to experience those things. Yeah, Because I think probably for you, having now that you're 25 you probably don't have the same fears that you had when you were in high school but you probably have fears going into maybe the idea of being a new mom oh yeah oh man we could do a whole episode on that um really quick before we dive into that aspect i want to touch base again on how fear and control are really put together because while you were telling me that i really felt like oh my gosh the way that she got through her fear was letting go of the control of putting us in your bedroom right so that you could quote-unquote control the situation right as if something yeah. really tragic yeah happened it you didn't I, really have i control. didn't have control no. anyways you, you you caused false control right which right which put the band-aid on this false security so right. you could go to bed right but, I I thought I had some semblance of control yeah, yeah. but there wasn't really any control exactly, in my hand is exactly. what I'm saying. Yeah. I I didn't really think that it, was going to happen but yeah. but it was but it was a, a silly thought and and I would have these these horrible thought processes that would just plague me over and over again and I just And your answer at the time was well, I'll just control the situation and I'll put them in my room. Correct. But the way that you got true peace was right. by saying those verses and putting your trust in, instead of fear, it, instead of putting your trust in the anxiety of whatever the situation was. Right. You put your trust in the word of God. And I just wanna say, Wow, that's a literal like representation right. of how God gives you true peace and instead of the superficial you know momentary calmness right. i wouldn't even call it peace because it's not like you again it's like you put a bandaid it's not right it's not that true overwhelming peace that you feel where you can deeply rest and know that your creator has you yes does that um, make sense yes and i'd like to add two things to yeah. that one is that when you speak the scripture of or you speak God's word out. There's a scripture verse that says that God's word does not ever return void. Mm. It says it does not go. It just like rain returns to the earth and Mm -hmm. waters the earth and accomplishes what it's supposed to accomplish. When God's word goes out, it does not return void or does not come back and not accomplish what it's supposed to accomplish Mm -hmm. because there's power and authority in God's word when God created the heavens and the earth he spoke those things into being so those things there is power in that word so by speaking God's word it gave power and authority to me that told the enemy that he has no ground to stand there right so it's not my authority that I was standing in it was God's authority and so I was standing in a position of I'm going to use every bit of weaponry that I have in my arsenal and then the other thing I really wanted to tag in on this Mm -hmm. is that when I realized that God did release me from this fear and I was released it bolstered my faith because I saw what he told me to do work, and then I understood that having faith in God caused me to have more faith in God. And so I realized that God's way works when the enemy's lies to tell me to continue doing it my way and stay wrapped up in my fear. Did not work, but right. when I stepped out in faith, that did work. Amen, and that's so good. And I think there's a lot more that we could unpack just because fear is such a giant um, factor mm-hmm. of life. Because I mean, I think everybody experiences fear in some sort of capacity. So um, I don't know, are we gonna have time to for me to talk about mom? mom fear or do you think that we should do i don't know do you want to do another episode well thank you for inviting me mom i think we should do another episode (laughs) that would be wonderful okay let's do another episode and let's wrap up now and then we'll come back and we'll tackle this subject matter again because i think this is such a big subject specifically momhood i think let's tackle that let's tackle the momhood piece of it yeah Yeah, absolutely okay sweet well thank you so much for having me no Um, miranda thank you for coming you are a delight to my soul yes and thank you everyone that is tuning in um i always say how jealous i am of the audience because i kind of feel like my attention you know i've always been spoiled with my mom's advice the late night talks every i mean every night almost <laughs> we whether you want say, them or not yeah whether <laughs> i wanted them or not we would have deep um, topics uh, talks about topics that are really really difficult so this, this Harp On It podcast has been in the making for decades. It has, for sure. Truly. So you guys are so blessed um, with her, and I'm so excited to see where this takes her. It is it is incredible to see the growth of my mom and just to see her step out in faith instead of fear in the situation of just starting this podcast and really getting to preach and um, talk to women and men and literally everyone um, about real life topics to really harp on them so absolutely it's awesome thanks y'all for tuning in we love you guys yeah have a great week thank y'all so much for tuning in today if you want to stay in the know for all things Harp ministries check out our website at harpministries.org. In there, you'll see the latest episodes of Harp On It, upcoming events, and our newly released book entitled, How Can I Leap Tall Buildings When I Can't Get My Tights On? Thank you again for tuning in today. See y'all next week.